Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. We're back. We are back. So, you guys, oh, what a day. We were back yesterday. We recorded on location at one of our old hangouts, the Hyatt Regency in Huntington Beach, the very same spot we swam with Jax and Brittany three days after Brittany moved here. I was thinking about that. Remember how she loved being on his periscope that day? Yes. Yes. She, that was her first taste of fame. I mean, right her, her head's like, like you could visibly see that her, like she, she was like on cloud nine. Yeah. She loved it. So we were there and I got pictures of Holly nonchalantly, conspicuously, not conspicuously <laughs> swimming by Jax. Yes. Um, I think you got a rash after that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Holly bought him birthday shots. And, <laughs> the, and uh, he thanked her for bringing her speaker. Yeah. I, I want to say boombox. And then he proceeded. Oh, so then everyone trickled in. The rest of the Vander Pumpers trickled in. And he continued to like buy shots, rounds and shots for everyone. And he's like, just put it on my room. My dad's going to pay for it. Yeah, his dad picked up the tab for his his little birthday before Hawaii trip. Right. So you guys, this was right before they went to Hawaii where he stole the sunglasses. So anyways, <laughs> we were there podcasting live. We were getting this always happens when we podcast like on location is like the workers of whatever location walk by and they're like looking, looking like they, I think they think like we're newscasters or we're like on TV. So they're trying to get on TV. They don't. Yes. I, it's so <laughs> funny. Like people walk by and like they try to look like, yeah, they're totally trying to get on camera, but it's like, dude, we're not filming. Remember that time at mixology when that whole table came over to us? Yes. When they, and they were the famous ones. Yeah. And they were like, John, that's so cool. We want to be part of this. And we're like, yeah, but you guys are the famous ones. Yeah, they were like famous influencers. Like, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, what well, was like a, a big YouTuber? And then wasn't the one guy on like Daisy of Love or something? Yeah, all of them were like big heavy hitter like YouTubers. And yeah, had, had other like stuff going on. And they're still like, I still see them around sometimes. Like one of them's like a famous barber now. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, like uh, Justin Bobby level? Yes, exactly. Um, so anyways, well, speaking of Justin Bobby, I will get into Nashville a little bit. A couple of you guys have asked. but So anyways, we recorded, and then you guys, we had an announcement that we started a Patreon. And so after we recorded what would have been this podcast, we recorded a Patreon. And somehow the first podcast got lost. So we are back to redo it and yes. provide our regular podcast late and extra late because I was in Nashville and, and Holly I, just and had I just, some dumb little he, stuff in the intensive care unit. Yeah, I just got out of the hospital. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you know, no no big yeah. deal. We're just... Uh, no but, um, yeah, I, I can't believe it. So, yeah, we recorded this awesome podcast for you guys. And, like, it was really – it was a good one, too. Like, the flow was good. Everything was good. And then I, I recorded over it. So – and then I'm so bummed about our Patreon, too. I mean, I'm still going to post it. We're going to use it. But the audio – 
um, is messed up on that one too. So I just had a bad recording day yesterday, but we're just we're we're moving forward. We're gonna go with it, and we're you know we're not always perfect, so we're just gonna continue on. We're gonna okay, well it it, it works. Up, put it up and I'll listen to it and see what I think. Yeah. Um, I was gonna put out another one tomorrow because. We did a Patreon, and then we decided to end it, and I was going to put up a second part of the Patreon covering Salt Lake and Summerhouse. And now I decided, well, the finale was last night, and Summerhouse is on again tonight, so I'll just put the second part up tomorrow. So that way we can, um, you can, like, see that our audio will be on point going forward. Yeah. Um, but you guys, we're going to have a lot of, like, fun in there. We're going to spell uh, spill secrets we're gonna spill extra details we left out of some of our previous shenanigans whether it be like stories from kentucky or stories from some of our interviews or intel you know what i mean like fun stuff i just feel like uh, enough time has passed where like telling our true story isn't gonna hurt anyone's feelings you know what i mean like it's our experiences and uh, yeah i I think you guys would, would like some of our stories for sure so we kicked one off and we kicked it off with some games um, with some, a little who would you rather and some VPR trivia that Holly bombed. And uh, so I'm working on the next round. Yeah, I'm working on a round. Ra- <laughs> I actually am doing the next round. I'm, I have okay. one ready for you. I, I'm pretty sure I can stump you, um, even though I'm sure no one's going to be stumped like I was on the Sheena questions. But um... <laughs> Oh, I forgot one important one. Uh, like like you recording over the podcast, I had sent myself the whole list of who would you rather's, and somehow that disappeared, so I had to redo it. Um, not quite as hard as redoing a podcast, but I forgot a super important one. Who would you rather, Adam or Rob's? Rob. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's, that's just longer than I thought. I thought instantly we both be like Rob's. Yeah. Yeah, I, I concur. I mean, he's just got the swagger. He's just got the aura. You know, he charmed us both. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, uh, he was just, like, very easy to be around. And, like, um, yeah. I was, like, super surprised. His bed was really comfortable. Yep. You know, kept mm-hmm. his house tidy and very hospitable. So I enjoyed my time. Me too. (laughs) Me too. All right. So anyway, so you are feeling better. I am feeling so much better um, getting my energy back. The bruises from my IVs are starting to heal a little bit. Like my arms still look insane. Um, But I have, I can, I was just thinking about this, like in the car, like since um, everything happened last year when I was in the hospital until now, like this, it's been one week that I've been out of the hospital and, um, like so many of my everyday symptoms that I've dealt with for a year now, like are, have gone away. Like my numbers have been great. Um, I had to wait. I, last night I fell asleep early with we were supposed to podcast last night. I fell asleep. I woke up. My number was so low that I had to eat something, which is like very rare for me. So it's just like, I don't know, something reset in me. And I I just knock on wood that this continues because I'm not as thirsty anymore. I'm not peeing as much. It's just like, it's everything. I feel so much better. 
probably it's like once you know you get hit by lightning and something changes and yeah. you get hit again and you go back. Yes, that's why I'm like I'm like I'm I'm trying not to jinx it, you know, like, and I am like I'm being super careful with everything. So I hope that we have found out like a good medication timing or something. I I don't know. Something's working. So you feel like you always wear long sleeves, so, but do you feel like people look at you and your arms and you're like you want to explain but you can't because it would be awkward? Yeah, I saw someone today look at my arm and it's it's like, you know, it's like right where like it looks like I like do heroin or something. You know what I mean? Like it's like I yeah, I, I was like I, I wanted to say something but I also was like inappropriate. I was just like, Oh yeah. This is That's embarrassing. how I felt when I had my black eye and swollen eye shot. Like I couldn't I I'm like I can't even leave. I can't go anywhere because people are you know, it's like they're just going to assume you're lying if you said you totally. tripped or something, or something. Totally. So I'm like, this is just horrible. Then I figure out, okay, if you, if you, this is the one time I'm really, really appreciative of this mask mandate. Yes. Something like this, I could pull my mask high enough and it would cover it. Totally. And then put the sunglasses on top of that. But yeah, I was listening to Heather McDonald after she fainted and she said it was kind of funny. Like she'd be in an elevator with her husband and like, people would be looking at her and and then they'd look at him like with a really dirty look oh my gosh <laughs> like, I totally know what that feels like yeah so uh, yeah that made me think of uh when you said that about your arms yeah but then you have to go around to strangers I, um I have you know I was in the hospital <laughs> yeah it was just an IV uh, uh yeah yeah <sighs> all right well <sighs> A few of you asked, I'm not even going to really go into this, but a few of you had asked for me to bring up Nashville and what I did and what it's like. Um, I've been there before, but it's been like 15 years. And it is, you know what? It's like my experience in Austin, Texas last year. It has changed so drastically, so much. It's so different. I loved it, but I wouldn't go again like out on the weekends unless I went like in the midtown area where the locals go and stuff like that that was fun on the weekend but if you're gonna do broadway in downtown like unless you're super into having like five thousand people on top of you like there was points when i was telling holly like i lost my footing on the gr- on the floor there was times when i wasn't sure if the man behind me was trying to smash through the crowd like to get closer to the band or get to the bathroom or if he was just sexually assaulting me you had to just accept whatever was happening you're like well i hope you enjoy it because there's nothing you can do about it you're so smashed that um that this is why i will not go to like stagecoach or coachella because i had a similar experience there where you start to panic because you can't get out because you're literally just wedged in there yeah like 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 jenga yeah it's crazy so that was um tootsie's and then so all these places have like four stories so you go up tons of stairs and I don't know how this works with like capacity and like permitting but it's it seems very out of code like at Kid Rock's place we got we were on the rooftop well I couldn't the the bands were like it was packed but they're like cheesy cover bands they're not like people really trying to be musicians. They're just there to like, like a bourbon street band just to entertain the masses. But the rooftops were cool. So if you could make it up all the stairs to the rooftops, I know it's cool, but um, 
when we were leaving, they were shutting it down because they were over capacity on their threshold, meaning like the ceiling could collapse. Oh my God. And there's four stories below you and every floor is packed. There's like thousands of people in this club. And then when we're going down the stairwell, the whole stairwell was filled with people in line trying to get to the rooftop. It was very much like you said, uh, Bells in Lexington. Yeah, yeah. How people were just lined up waiting to get to the rooftop. And remember how packed the rooftop was? Yes. So like triple that. And that's the experience of like every single bar in Broadway in Nashville. Yikes. And then the size of it, you know, you like, it's on a grander scale, like 10 times as big as Bells at Lexington. And they're just everywhere. There's Blake Shelton's, there's Luke Bryan's, there's Jason Eldine, there's Kid Rock, there's Miranda Lambert. So it's cool to experience, but I would recommend going during the week, like a Wednesday or Thursday night, or drink on like Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Uh, We also went to Dolly Parton's. um, She has a rooftop bar, and that was really cute. Oh my God. That's, I would want to go there. That was some of the pictures I posted with the little cake and the all the pink stuff and cool yeah it's called white limousine and she had like this pink day bed in there and just yeah it was very frou-frou fun that's cool yeah so that's that i mean the midtown bars were fun that's where like i said the locals go even like local you know famous musicians that live there will go out um i told holly we went to this bar all night Losers, because that's where Jay Cutler goes, like, multiple times a week. That's Kristen Cavallari's ex-husband. Yeah. Um, and then they have, like, I would say more real musicians. So these people are, like, no joke. I, I mean, I was like, I'm so glad that I chose not to try that path because the amount of work these people put out, they are, like, like the guy at Losers, he was playing for like five hours. Like I left before he was even done. He never took one break, just singing five hours straight. That's crazy. We go to the airport. We are at the airport at 6 a.m. There's a guy there singing acoustically at 6 a.m. We got off the airplane and there's someone there just in the, you know, airport lobby. I'm like, these people are like committed as fuck. Yeah. Like that impressive i it, just realized how hard it must be yeah the road to get there is crazy yeah it must be frustrating then when someone goes on like american idol and they're like this is the first time i've performed in public yeah <laughs> yeah anyway so you guys so we hope you check out our patreon we're going to be doing lots of extra stuff there and we're going to make it fun and worth it yeah, um, um, yeah, we're totally we're we're try, we're gonna figure out you know how it works, how it make ensure we're connecting with you guys to make sure you're happy, and um, yeah, we just got um, our account reinstated. We're back over there, so we'll post there tonight. Cool. Um, okay, we got some gossip here. So I figured out. I think Stassi is getting married in May, probably in Italy. Okay, yeah, so um, Sarah hit me with this intel, and I was like, what? Like, I, I don't know. For so, I don't know why I was thinking that she was just kind of forgetting about that, because she did her little 
ceremony, you know, but then I thought, okay, we're talking about Stassi. She's stu- you know, she's extra. She likes to, her family, Bo's family's in Italy. I guess it totally makes sense and good for them for, you know, wanting to celebrate, yeah. whatever. So, so I have not heard anyone announce it. I even listened to a couple of her podcasts. Um, you're welcome. That wasn't fun. Um, just to see if they spilled anything there, and they didn't. So um, you heard of her first, people. So married in May and somewhere international, but I'm going to go with Italy because that's where they were going to get married, and that's where his family is. Mm-hmm. So Italy or possibly France is what I'm going with. And, yeah, maybe I'll look into a trip for, for May. You ready for round two? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going, not going to that one. <laughs> pass because we've got Sheena trying to plan her wedding too what between August and November she said it's not in Bali anymore um you guys Brock did pay off his back child support he sold his f45 gyms so he no longer has the gyms he just has the home body which worries me a little bit yeah so he did offer us a, a free like 20 day trial thing on homebody but I like it said like swipe here and like nothing happened so I I gave up but uh he's gonna do some like workouts and then like some meditation and so is it so is it so is homebody like fully launched like you could like if we wanted to we could sign up right now I no I think this is like a hype beta yeah 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 got it yeah I think they're shooting for June okay so, I mean, that's good. He paid off his his debt, and I guess the next step is trying to reestablish a relationship with his kids, if he can. So, mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. Cool, cool. Um, there was some gossip fluttering around different spots about Katie and Tom getting divorced. Yes, I heard that um, she has been, she reposted one of Kim Kardashian's um, statements, yeah, and uh, so people were like, "That's weird. Like, why, you know?" And then uh, there was uh, some some rumblings of the fact that Jax does not follow Katie on Instagram, which I personally don't think is that weird. I, I, not that's how all. that's how Jax is, you know. So, yeah, Kristen was just on Katie's podcast, and she was saying, like, "Oh, currently, yeah, Jax isn't speaking to me. It changes every three days." He'll follow me, unfollow me. So that's just Jax. Yeah. So T- oh, speaking so TBD of, on that. Speaking of, I know we were talking about like how are Jax and Brittany surviving and that sort of thing. I mean, they're getting their little sponsorships here and there, but we were talking yesterday about the Stassi wedding and like, like what is she doing that's so different than Jax? Because I think Jax made the most, right? Stassi walked away for a little bit, so she probably wasn't making as much as Jack's, but probably close. Yeah. Um, so what, where is she getting like, like even Sheena was talking about the Bali wedding and it, it was getting really expensive with all the people. So they're going to scale it back and keep, make it smaller. So Stasi doesn't seem to be worried about costs. No. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm super interested in that as well. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't there's like there's. Make, 
there's a lot of questions. I don't know. I still, I still have a couple theories about the way she was let go, the package that she was given. Um, she seems to just be sitting a little prettier than everybody else. And, um, I know we talked about the the second book deal and maybe like some money that was advanced, but I know you were saying that sometimes authors don't make that much until they have X amount of hits or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not really schooled in that area. It's just kind, you kind of, I've heard that along the way. Like not, you don't make anything off your first couple of books and it's more if you have like, but maybe, you know, I'm sure the second one, she's going to make a lot more than the first one. Yeah. Um, her Patreon, we were doing the numbers. We, I have no idea how many patrons she has, but let's just say she had, she has 10,000. Um, she charges nine bucks a month. So it's like 90 grand a month. So a million a year. And then minus what Patreon's cut takes out, which... That's, it's still not enough. It's not enough to be living the way that she's living. That's for sure. Yeah, because it's probably even like after taxes and after Patreon's cut, just at least half that. It's probably, you know, half or a third of, you know, the gross. Yeah. So you got to pay your mortgage on that. You're not making the show money anymore. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. Like how they're living so differently than like Jackson Brett. Yeah. I don't know. Because Bo doesn't work. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, I, I think that, like, um, no matter what happens with Vanderpump Rules, I feel like there's so much, like, that we, like, there's, like, like a gift that we still have that's coming. And that's getting to watch what happens as things unfold, you know, like, as they move on from the show and as they choose, you know, how they're going to make their money. I think it'll be so interesting to see. Just like we are talking about how um, for some of our new content that we're going to be presenting over at in Patreon is like, um, you know, we, we're going to go circle back to Frank. We're going to circle back to some of the, the old school characters that, um, you know, may be ready to talk now. So we're, we're deep diving them and we're going to get them on the podcast for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. It's a done deal. Hey, Laura Lee said yes. She said yes twice. Yeah. And then she just ghosts. Yeah. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, okay, speaking of businesses and money, Peter Peter joined uh, the Watch What Crappens Live or something and uh, revealed that Schwartz and Sandy's was trademarked by someone else. This is like so typical and like I feel like it's like such a like if you were to like make a little like yearbook you know to like put on their uh, hostess stand to be like this is what it took to get Schwartz and Sandy's open like this is part of their story like of course it is that they did not do their due diligence and get that done right away <laughs> yeah there's uh, so many little missteps that are so easily avoidable that they drive us crazy yeah like, you know, just the like the customer service issues I had with some of the products. Um, oh, that's the other thing, you guys, on the Patreon. I'm going to go into some of my product reviews um, because I got a lot to say, and I just have been hesitant to say it here. But I'll say it there. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that. <laughs> but, yeah, just little things you just think, you know, a little communication could have made the world of a difference for your your business or your product or your marketing or you know and they just don't take those little steps so often that it's 
you're like you want to shake them and you're like you're missing the boat yeah <laughs> you know it's true so I guess we'll see we'll keep driving by and see if they put up that sign yeah <laughs> at some point the sign that even Raquel had a problem with she's like I hope that's not really the sign yeah oh what was that uh, I don't know oh. um okay rumor alert well it's not, I don't know if it's a rumor or if it's like allegedly or a he said she said kind of thing so someone and it's out there but someone in our group posted pictures of James looking pretty wasted um, but then also someone said that their friend he's out in one of the cities he's been traveling around and DJing and he was out to dinner and this person was their waiter um, server and she ordered a couple martinis so the rumor is James is drinking again which I don't think we're shocked at he basically said it himself like when he said to Raquel Raquel's sister oh I quit drinking for you and then he said to Sandoval or, or he said to someone he's like I'm never doing that again for someone you know like implying yeah like not partying and stuff like that so I guess TBD but did you think he looked a little and maybe well on something in those pictures yeah um I California's sober, but it wasn't pot. Just say that. Yeah, he's having a really good time, which, you know, good for you. Have a good time. I I mean, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast here and there, but I I always thought it was, like, very bizarre, the hard angle that they took on James, that he had to, you know, forever stop drinking, forever stop partying, um, you know, and I, I don't mean that disrespectful to anyone that's sober and that chooses that in their lifestyle, but it just, it seemed like it was never actually James's choice to do that. And I, I don't know. I just, I feel like, um, I don't know. Right, it's Raquel or Lisa or his friends pushing him. Yeah. It has I, to be your choice. Yeah. And I feel like they were probably, you know, giving, telling him to be sober because, James isn't good at following rules and he's not good at boundaries and regulating himself. So for them to manage him, it was easier to say, you can have none. You can have no alcohol. And he did great on that for a while, you know, but I I think that now we're seeing him be like, screw that. Like, I'm going to live my life how I want. And, um, you know, so I, I just hope that he has good people around him and that he, I mean, it it looks like he's really cutting loose. So I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I feel like he would almost have regrets if he didn't. Um, but and yeah. that he, he, which could cause like resentment and a, like a bad relapse where he really goes off the wagon. So I don't know, but I think either way, what he needs, I'm, I won't can't say more. I'll say as much at least is like some anger management therapy, just maybe some personal emotional therapy um, to get him in the right headspace. I think that's as much of his problem, if not more than his alcohol abuse problem yes i agree so until you know you can't just like take away the distractions and the side effects you have to get to the core source of the problem yes (laughs) all right well um you guys if i since we were off the last 
two weeks. If I missed anyone's birthday, yesterday was Michelle Cruz's on February 27th. So happy birthday, Michelle. Happy birthday. If I missed anyone, I don't think I did, but just let me know and we'll hit you up. And March thread birthdays were posted in the group. You guys join our Facebook group, Vanderpump Rules Party. It's a private closed group, so you'll get to see lots of opinions, lots of secrets, lots of pictures we post that we don't post on social media. You know, like for instance, let's say Holly like went inside Tom Tom before it was open. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> and that's just an example. Obviously you didn't do that. Um, obviously I didn't roam around Schwartz and Sandy's either, but you know, just fun things like that um, <laughs> will be in there. And uh, yeah, and follow us on social media, Finner Pump Rules Party. And if you want to follow Sarah and ask me any questions or request anything, Sarah C S A R A H C E E O C. Yeah. Um, um, okay, are you, are you doing birthdays? Or you did them already? Yeah. Um, did you see today that Lala um, Lala posted about Randall again? No, she did. Yeah. Well, she was supposed to be on a date this weekend, so maybe she's getting all like... Well, she posted a story and she said, It's interesting when you see someone buy a lot, L-O-O-O-T, of followers, but they owe a lot of people a lot of money. How do we feel about this? A, your following is everything. Or B, pay your effing debts, scrub. Hashtag leans on leans on leans. Hashtag bring the dogs out. She said that before. Yeah. Um, I heard her even say bring the dogs out. And also, what does how many followers you have have to do with your debts? I don't know. And uh, yeah, I, I to me, I, I just, it, it's when she does this like it, it's cringy to me because it's like a yeah. like you have a child with this man like you really are like kind of like bringing things like I don't know I wouldn't keep drudging that up and it's like and she still kind of keeps sitting in that space of like why didn't someone tell me why didn't someone tell me <laughs> that he was you know this I, I didn't yeah. know he was like this and it's like you knew better than everyone else. You got a hand-me-down Range Rover from the other chick he fucked around his wife on. Yeah, you know? she. It's. I just. It's just not quite working for. Like, I feel bad for her. I do. Yeah. But it's not. I. I can't like go backwards in my feelings and be like she didn't know what was happening because I truly think she did. So I think she's a little bitter because he was posting over the weekend with like ocean starting to walk. So maybe he got that moment. And she didn't. I just, yeah, that was, that would have been really hard to see that. I, I, and I think that, I think that that's kind of a hard pill for her to swallow right now because that's what he did with Amber's kids constantly and still, you know what I mean? Like, I think she's getting a taste of like what it's like to have a child with Randall, you know, and what he's going to do for Ocean's entire life. You know, it's like, oof, you chose that. You chose that. She's probably trying to get him, like, in trouble, arrested, so that, like, he's broke and she can try to get full custody. Or maybe she wants to get him in prison or something um, so then she can get, I don't know, who knows. Why Why else you're dragging like this? I mean, unless he's popping off, but I, we would have seen that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I can't figure out what her angle is, you know, other than, I don't know. 
I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I love the truth coming out, but it's also like, yeah, you got the kid involved. You got, you know, the mutual. If you didn't have a kid, go yeah, to town. Totally. Destroy his life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, I guess also, but, like, if there was some new behavior happening where it was like, oh, my gosh, he did change, you know, but it's like to all of us that have been following from the beginning, it's like this. I don't see any behavior change from Randall. He's like steadfastly the same. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so. Like, hosting a pickleball tournament. Yeah. Uh, I got a new pickleball. Yeah. And today. Uh, documentary. Location scouting. Out, you know, making another movie out out on, like, location. You know, it's like, okay. Yeah, and then being, like, dad of the year videos. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Did you have a good day at school? Yeah. I don't know. And it's very, very ocean-centric. Like, poor Riley's just like out of the mix now yeah forget about London London I haven't seen London in years Riley who used to post like his stories used to be dot 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 and it was all Riley 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 and now it's all ocean yeah I mean like if if Lala was posting about that like like being like it's so hard to see him post her when I'm not with her like that would be more relatable and more understandable than her posting about his followers you know it's like does that really in the grand scheme of things is that what we're upset about or like I I doubt that's what she's upset about you know what I mean it's just and if she is she can go to court like Amber did and say don't post yes the children yes but she then then she'd have to do that and she doesn't want to do that yeah has to post so yeah interesting very interesting i mean we would have had like quite a divorce uh storyline like the war of the roses had they been married so we're not going to get that that's why we were we're not rooting for katie and tom to be divorced and i do think it is just a rumor i think they're fine but boy, what a season would that be with Lala, James, Katie, and Tom. Like, woo! I mean... Well, we were theorizing they, that they should just fake it. Just pretend that they're getting divorced just just to be called back for another season. I, I mean, they need the paycheck. The Tom and Katie divorce storyline could be so explosive and so good. Especially because they both get so mean. Like it would, and yeah. like, and the way like the cast would divide, like it, it would be, and then Lisa would have something to referee, like everybody would have a role. Oh my God. Like Ariana's going to have the business with Katie, but she's going to want like, but then we got Tom backing up Schwartz. So it's going to cause trouble in their relationship because Ariana's going to be like, he's a pussy coward. Santa's like, dude, Katie's yeah. a bitch. They're going to both be having like their opening days like the same day and everyone's going to have to choose are they going to the sandwich shop or to Schwartz and Sandy's? You know, it's going to it's it's going to be good. Sheena's going to Schwartz and Sandy's because that's what Sheena does. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the car, the van in Mexico. I would rather be gang banged by all of you. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, so man. yeah, that that you know, Katie and Tom, just take one for the team, you know. Like maybe at the end, you can go to couple therapy and then just be like, we decided to stay together, and then everyone's happy. We have yeah. a good season. You guys get a paycheck. Yeah, win 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 for everyone. Just consider it. Think about it. Oh, it it, <laughs> it could be so good. All right, um, we're not going to talk about OC, but I want to touch on it a little bit. It wasn't on last week. So, but there's just a couple things like 
I was telling Holly, like, I started this season thinking Ryan slash Ryan was such a dick. <laughs> came off as a dick. But now I'm realizing he's just so fed up and full of resentment and so tired of her, like, nagging and uh, attention and using her job as a weapon against him like power and control and like I, I she's a lot and when she kept chasing him down when he made it very clear he didn't want to have the conversation he didn't want to film he literally had to leave the house and the neighborhood and she kept chasing him down and like constantly whining and I I am now team Ryan yeah I I really really think that um i don't a couple of of things have come out in the the press about them that have kind of surprised me though i i thought i had everything kind of dialed in but then i'm hearing different things like off to the side that are confusing me a little um so uh i guess maybe i don't have him dialed in as much as i thought i did but i honestly to me looking from what you know on the show her agreeing to be on the housewives just broke their entire relationship. It's like it could not take one more thing. She's already at work all the time, not emotionally available to the kids, to him, but still expects everything back, you know, for herself. Like I I just it, you can just see in his face like he's literally done. Like he cannot take this on and he won't take it on. Yeah, you can feel like him just seething like he's just like Ugh. I can't. And, but he's like, he's holding it back enough to where he's not saying on camera, like you did this yourself. Like he's, he's just like choosing to walk away, but you, you can read between the lines for sure. You can feel the energy through the TV. Yes. (laughs) And like, and some of the, and I get why she's frustrated because some of the things he does like are so infuriating, like him walking around with his shirt off all the time or holding that damn dog. You know, it's like, he's doing these things that just like, she is like, please stop. That's really bothering me. And like, he will not stop. You know, I guess- he, needs, he needs like he wants the dog so he doesn't have to like comfort her, or touch her, or hold her hand or like he just he wants a side distraction. Like because he just took like keep him calm because he just has no patience. Yeah. And the dog to her like symbol like like she wants to be the dog and she wants to be there with her family in his arms. But she can't like she cannot relax and like let go or like drop I, I don't know what is happening but it is a lot and it's very hard to watch it's like, like why does she have to work so much just scale it back and maybe you don't make as much money but who cares like just why is she coming home at eight or nine o'clock at night yeah yeah i don't know that's a choice and also now who knows what's going to happen because she's being accused of selling what expired illegal non-approved Botox. Yeah, so all of these documents released like on Twitter, I was like reading them just like my jaw was on the ground. Yeah, so basically she was working with this guy who was supplying um, expired Korean Botox, um, which was, it's just crazy. Yeah, I, I, I... I don't really know anything about like that, you know, formula or whatever, but um, I know that using anything expired is a big no-no. I mean, that's what you expect from a Groupon, not like a high-end Newport Beach yeah. like, doc- place where it's a doctor giving it. It's not even like, 
you know, a nurse or a nurse practitioner or I think, esthetician. Yeah, I feel like, um, I, I guess, like, some of my surprise from this whole storyline was, was Ryan's involvement. I was kind of surprised about that because on the show they kind of paint him as, like, not involved at all. And in some of the documents I was reading, he's way more involved than the show lets on. So I found that interesting. What, in her practice? Or yes, in, this- in the business dealings and and, oh. and and how they manage and how she manages her office. Like, he's very much intertwined in that. So hmm. I found that interesting because, like, they kind of paint him like a beach bum. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah. I wonder if that's why he was in Hawaii. He was smuggling it. They meet in Hawaii from Korea and that he smuggles in the expired Botox. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. That's scary, though. Okay, my other change of heart is, okay, I've always liked Gina and Emily. I still like them. I think the first part of the season, Gina was really funny. But now I feel like they are both just trying way too hard to stir the pot and ensure that they're, like, recast. Like, it's just so obvious. It's not even subtle it's not like masterminds. It's not like Shannon Medor, or Lisa Vanderpump, or uh, Rinna. It's 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 just so obvious, and it's just. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in that too. I feel like they because it's not really their character, so they're going against who they actually are just for the purpose of this, you know. Kind of how Tamra ended up becoming towards the end. Like at first, she was a naturally gifted. Potster, yeah. But then she just started. She's like, "Oh, this is my role. I better stir this shit up." Yeah, I I have a feeling also that like I could, I would imagine like if me and you went on a reality show together, like we could probably cook some stuff up together. And then like if the fans started to say like, "Oh, like I love Holly and Sarah," you know, it's like the dynamic duo we didn't know that we needed. Like they probably like that feedback, but I think they're taking it too far. Um, like we like that we like the authentic when they're authentic and when it doesn't come through like that and it yeah when they're planning it it's just like ugh, it's yeah. it's a little exhausting and and it ruins it because they both are so good but it's it's just something's not working because they're both blunt and direct but they weren't like this now yes. they're getting things going on purpose yes and, so, where, and where it's like, yeah, they'll bring things up and it's just like so unnatural. I mean, Vanderpump Rules has gone through this a couple of times too, where it's like they, yeah. they'll they do these storylines where it's like, come on, you know, like the, the, ugh. so I don't know. I think they're in a little bit of a rut and so, you I, know, like Kristen trying to recreate Miami Girl by bringing hope to do the same thing to James, you know? Yes. Yes. It's like, okay. Yeah. That's another person we need to deep dive. Yeah. You know, you know what else I was thinking we also need to revisit on Patreon is the um the reenactment of um the the faith tape, the Faith and Jack's tape. You know, like that was a huge thing story that we broke um on the podcast and I I feel like we should like that that we should maybe I don't know, do another yeah. version. Yeah, that you're like triggering me because last night I was watching Salt Lake and after the reunion was watch what happens live and Andy is so fucking obsessed with bitch sesh, Casey Wilson and Daniel. I like the Daniel Schneider girl, but I just still have an eternal axe to grind with Casey Wilson because they ripped us off 
they didn't credit us when I called her out on it she's like oh sorry it's public blah 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 I'm like it's only public because we made it public <laughs> like yeah so like snarky and bitchy like I guess that's an appropriate podcast name but I'm like just credit where you stole it from you know like it was in reddit and reddit credited us yeah so it just pisses me off and like so I'll just I'll never get over it yeah (laughs) see we'll 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 visit all of this in in patreon I don't forgive or forget (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, the last thing. Okay, okay. Um, uh, yeah, see, this is one of the examples. Like, Gina is now making this big deal saying Shannon, like, reacted to when Gina said she has a skincare line. She's like, Shannon looked jealous and angry and blah, blah, blah. And they literally pan over to Shannon's face. And she, she had just gotten high with, with Heather. Like, she just looked like clueless Shannon. She's like, oh, you know, like, I, I didn't sense that at all and they brought that up on Watch What Happens Live with Heather Dubrow she's like yeah I didn't I didn't get that at all when I was there and she goes even rewatching the scenes I didn't really see that so I think they're just trying to create shit for drama yeah know? yeah Shannon's, Shannon's like I don't care that she has a skincare line it's like and as we said how many skincare lines do we need people yeah and who's who's buying Gina's skincare line. Who's buying Whitney Rose's? Who's buying Shannon Bedore's? Who's buying Lala's? Who's buying Ramona's? Like, who are these customers? And are if you're buy, I get you're buying it once because you're curious. Like, we bought Lala's lip gloss or whatever. But are you still buying it? You like recurring? I just need to know who you are. Yeah, it fascinates me because there's like 10 billion products out there that are like tried and true, researched bonafide products but you're gonna go with Gina's skincare hmm. or Whitney Rose yeah okay it's okay like power to the people and obviously people need. are it's obviously working it's obviously yeah it's I mean, good for them yeah let me know how it is do I need to buy some yeah I don't need to I'd be curious I we've tried some of Lala's stuff so we gave some of Lala's um makeup away and skincare I haven't tried her skincare so I liked her original product the lip gloss remember it smelled good and it was like had a cool texture mm-hmm. and then we got our bronzer and it was like in this super cheap packaging and it just went on too thick and kind of greasy and then that information came out like how she markets it as cruelty free vegan and it's not yeah that was crazy yeah, so I'm like not really inclined to reorder, but you know, maybe she's changed it. Um, yeah. We gave away the skincare. Did you ever hear back from who won that? How they liked it? No, I need to. I should reach back out because I know they were gonna give a review. Um, yeah, I think we did like the the eye cream or something. Cool. Well, we're gonna be doing some giveaways and contests too on the Patreon. We won't stop doing it here, but we're. You know, going to do some fun things over there, too. So another reason. <laughs> All right. You want to quickly talk about Jersey and wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. Jersey, Jersey. Okay. Dolores and Teresa are from Patterson. And they use it as a verb. Like, it's like, oh, you're all, like, gang or thug, you know, you 
you grew up on the tough streets. So I just want you all to know, I went to bartending school in Patterson, so I feel like kind of part of the club. That's awesome. I feel like I could like get in someone's face with my finger and be like, what you going to do about it? You probably then, have you probably have more bartending training than Jax. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I do. <laughs> I wonder if he went to any kind of school. I mean, like Jeremy did, right? He wanted to get serious, and uh, he's like, "All right, I'll put myself through bartending school." <laughs> I don't think Jax did. There's no way. I'm sure he said he did. Yeah. Along with all the other things. Yeah. Like he was huh. a, just like he was a Navy SEAL too. Like, can I have a mojito? No, <laughs> I'm not muddling. I'm not muddling today. Just get a vodka cranberry. Get a shot. Go Jesus order. Christ. Go order from someone else. <laughs> but uh, he doesn't care because they share tips there. They pull their tips. Uh, Why would he want? Why would he want them to go to someone else? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Meanwhile, like at the other bar, like Sandoval's shaking his arms off because he's getting all those like. He'll help you. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm happy that Dolores broke off, broke it off with David because I just feel like he was such a dud and boring and he was nice, but so what? There's a lot of people that are nice. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know like what was going on because in the episodes that I've been watching, like he's never even been there. So she just kept talking about him, but I was so happy when, um, they were at dinner, you know, with the, the other dude. And he's like, just tell the kids. And so she finally was like, we broke up. Um, so yes, I too am happy. And I feel like she is on like a, a little path of, of happiness right now. Like, you know, she, the kids are home. Um, she's she's keeping her apartment. She likes her space a little bit. So I hope that, you know, shit works out for her. That was funny when Frank was showing her the bad post that one of his girlfriend's concubines broke. She's like, she doesn't need to hear this, Frank, but she's just laughing. He's like, you've never broken furniture? No wonder you broke up. Yeah. they Those two are hilarious. Um, and that, that was... Like, imagine if you were the girl that broke the bed and, like, in the, and that made it onto the housewives. Like, I would die. <laughs> Maybe her followers would really go up. She should own it. She should claim that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Bedpost girl. Yes, bedpost girl. So, um, Melissa puts vodka in her water dispenser, and I decided that is something I'm going to do to Julia when she comes and visits. <laughs> that was... But and it, see if she even notices the difference. If someone, though, was... If I was like, I'll have a glass of water, and I swigged that like a glass of... I, I probably would, like, gag and throw up on their floor. Like, oh, I, I would totally die. Oh, my gosh. Every, everyone is doing rounds of shots in Nashville, and I hate shots. I mean, I'll do maybe a lemon drop, but I do a lemon drop like a drink. Like, it'll take me at least three swigs to do a lemon drop shot. Same. And I'm like, I'm not doing vodka. I'm not doing tequila. Everyone's doing tequila, and I'm like, fine. They had the screwball peanut butter whiskey at like all the bars that's that's from San Diego and I'm like okay I'll do that but like after like one or two I'm like yeah so it's just well I'm not gonna say what happened after that I mean if I do a shot I'm gonna get wasted you know what I like it it, it happened it, it it goes too fast yeah I like to yeah 
make it last because then what else do you do you just stand around without a drink and like bop your head yeah I like to have a drink in my hand at all times yes oh, yes that's the other thing it's impossible to get a drink there because it's like it's like Tao in Vegas you've got you've got like eight heads in front of you you're yelling at the bartender la, 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 la. you're trying to hand them your card or your cash if it's card they've got to send the whole thing back to you so you're like credit card is like mosh pit surfing crowd surfing on top of everyone's head and then when you get the drink all the drinks at all the bars there they're like dixie cup size so you have to repeat that process like a hundred times yeah dang like at least give me a big one i mean it seems like that would be hard for everyone to make money and and drink you know what i mean like don't you want to make a lot of money like i don't know but that's how those crazy busy places are it's just yeah, it, it became easier just to drink beer because some of the places, well, it's just faster. They don't yeah. have to make it easier to not spill when you're yes. being sexually assaulted from every direction. And then also sometimes some of the bars would have just like a little beer stand. Yeah, oh, okay. You know? So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I, I'm like, I guess I'm just going to have beer. That's yeah. just fucking easier. But then you have to pee more, and then there's a million people there, and you have to go to the bathroom. It's just a lose-lose. Yeah, jeez. That's why you should go to losers. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So we, we got to um, learn a little bit more about Jackie's eating disorder. She goes and has a consultation, which was super... Scary. Scary, yeah. Um, and scary that she only eats lettuce and, like, has non-lettuce food two to three times a week but other than that it's just lettuce and that her kids are starting to notice you know that she eats the same thing and um i mean i think it's like so cool that she's opening up about this you know on this show i think it's you know great to shed light on the fact that she's starving all the time and you know the the need to stay thin and i i don't it's it's very Interesting. So, um, but yeah, super scary. So, hope everything works out with that. Um, so, basically, what's happening is they are going to the Jersey Shore. Um, everybody's going to Melissa's house, and Jennifer has rented a house, and Teresa's going to stay with her because she's in Boston for a dance competition. And yeah, she's in the summer, which might have been the one you were at. Yeah, no. which was yeah, I I, I wished I would flip out. Um but yeah, so that was cool. Uh oh shoot, you were saying something about oh also she said because Teresa has a house but like Louie's parents are staying there and then her kids and this just like brought up the Louie thing. Like I heard she's not getting a prenup and that scares me because I've also heard a lot of people say he has a ton of money so she doesn't have to worry about a prenup. But I just, he gives me Randall vibes. And I just feel like in a year or two, some stories are going to come out. It's probably why he didn't want to film. He doesn't want to draw attention to himself. I feel like some stories are going to come out. Like he owes all this money. He he rents the Bentley. I just, I can't sign off on this. Like he seems really nice. I liked him last week. I can even get past the video. Um I just, there's something that I just can't get past. And I had that feeling with Randall at all times. Even when I started to like Randall a little bit more, I still had that like spur in my side. Like something's not right here. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. And 
And I and I feel like with like going back to to Randall and Lala, like let's say that nothing had happened and they're still together. Like we we all yeah, there's totally something wrong with Randall. He is obviously fronting a lot of his lifestyle, you know, but like I don't know. Like it wasn't enough to it's like okay, like that's what Lala's choosing. This is what Teresa's choosing. But yeah, there's something totally off. And I I just want for Teresa I don't want her to get into trouble again. You know what I mean? It's like let's let's have a guy that's just like on the up and up. I just don't know that yeah. This is it. But um I like lo- forever. Yeah. I really liked this um this episode. I loved the breaking of the fourth wall. I love 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 when Bravo does this. It was so interesting. Um when, you know, Louis wouldn't film or he was out in the parking lot, the producer says, Hey, Louis's freaking out, like what's going on? Like I, I just I loved that. I loved how Teresa was like, Well, you know what? Like he didn't sign up for this. We're not we're not doing it. I'm done and she just storms off. And she's like, Why are you still filming? I said no and I'm like, This is when you truly know <clears throat> and you do truly know because she admits it herself that she knows she's the show. She's the boss of the show. She thinks she can do anything. Like she comments all the time on social media about when people say there would be no show without Teresa. And she, she like, you know, concur. She stands for that. And she said it on the shows before. And Andy, like she knows the show revolves around her. Yeah. And she uses that to her advantage. And I think it's like Heather Dubrow they feel like that gives them the power to be able to control production and filming and it doesn't and they can't they still continue to film which is great yes because yeah they, they know they're not gonna walk i mean heather might walk but Teresa's is not gonna walk no um and I don't. I also don't know how I feel. I I didn't like it when Lala did it, and I'm not loving it that Teresa's doing it. I get what they're saying. Like Teresa saying, like I I'm in the public eye. I signed up for this, but I feel like by being with someone like that, like that's kind of what you just signed up for too by being with them. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I heard Vicky. I think she was on. Tamara's podcast and they were saying how it can be hard you know trying to date because you know there's a lot of people and men especially that they find that out and they're like oh I don't want any part of this limelight or housewives show like and so they won't you know someone that maybe really liked Vicky won't go out with her again because he doesn't want any part of that life yeah and it's probably smart because we've seen what happens well, yeah, or, or like, a, a, you know, if you are, like, truly successful or something, like, you don't want to be involved with, like, a, a reality show, you know, drama. Like, that's what that's what they're going to do. They're going to go after anything they can on you. You know, like, that's the name of the game. Yeah, that's why they said in Dallas, <clears throat> the people that were cast, they're nowhere near the top echelon of society and money. But Dallas is such a reputation town that <clears throat> that level of richness and wealth they didn't want anything to do with the show and anyone that was they distanced themselves from them oh geez yeah it's very reputation town yeah not different than you know like la or something but probably more like newport yeah 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 speaking of i think that's where tracy johnson probably 
belongs. I mean, I feel like her and Megan King would be friends. Yeah, I really, I, I feel bad that it's not quite meshing, but um, she's nice. There's nothing wrong with her. She just doesn't. She's not adding anything to the show, and she just doesn't seem to fit in with the theme of Jersey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wrong, wrong franchise. Yeah. And even if she was on another one, I think she would be, like, the nice one. Yeah, she's gorgeous, and she's, like, yeah, but unless she's going to jump in there and, like, really shake something up, I think, yeah, it's not quite working out. So speaking of, like, a newer person that did come and shake things up, Jackie, I was so confused on why all of the women were, like, horrified by what she said like I didn't get what was wrong with what she said at all because it was like a the truth b it wasn't insensitive to Jen it was just more it was towards Bill when she said well he shouldn't have stuck his dick in someone else and all the women were like (gasps) I know I I was like so confused about this as well and I had a really uncomfortable moment when um Jennifer is explaining about um, her husband's infidelity and how and and the responsibility that she took on for that. Um, it just like it was just so backwards and so like like I think my my mouth was just open. I was just like, "You got to be kidding me!" Like no wonder she's so stressed out and having such a hard time because she literally is holding him blameless. And, and she said her in she didn't tell anyone, her friends, her family, because she said she thinks her in-laws would blame her for not being a good enough wife to keep her man happy at home. Like, that's so fucked up. Yeah. It just, like, I don't know, it, it didn't make me, like, sometimes, like, when, when someone says something like that, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, you feel bad for them. Like, they are, like, a full-on victim, and, um... I don't like you like you're just like oh my gosh like they truly don't get it when she said that I was just like I don't know I I didn't feel I was just like you that's really what you think like it was like so backwards to me I I couldn't even get there to like really feel bad for her I was just like what is happening so yeah when when everyone's like I can't believe that she said that that is that is appalling you know it's like that's literally what he did he's put his dick in someone else I'm sorry she was nine months pregnant and that's what he went to go do yeah I I just don't see how that's like a super offensive statement when it's just like a factual statement yeah I I mean I I feel like something like uh, offensive would have been like you know oh like he was like madly in love and like they had like so much passion when they had that when he had that like if if like they were saying something to hurt her or to like somehow I don't know like but it just it was like very much like Black and white. He was bored with her because she doesn't do anything. He was enamored by this pharmaceutical rep. She's a real go-getter. And Jen just stays at home and sits on the couch. You know, something like that. Yes. Yeah. And that's not what it was at all. It was just, you know, like he went, he wandered off and was a dick. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That was confusing. Well, Jackie's going to face the wrath of that next week. Well, actually this week. So we'll see how that goes down. Yeah. Yeah, so next, like, the the next episode looks stinking good because we got a big cliffhanger with Teresa storming off and with that hanging over, so should be good. So, my assignment for you, since you 
are somewhere in the middle of Salt Lake. You, you could probably even just jump to the end. The finale, like I was telling you, super boring, super... But there's one scene with Whitney you should probably go watch. It's in, like, the first 10, 15 minutes. It's okay. so It's so cringy. It's like, it's Tamara, and everyone's comparing it to the Tamara-Eddie bathtub scene. But, okay. like, making that scene, like, the Brady Bunch now. Like, that's not even a cringe moment. Like, this moment is so cringy. Oh, okay. I, I will take that assignment. So then by the time, yeah, if you watch the finale, just that part, then you can pretty much either just skip to the end or just stop. Okay. It's kind of, uh, the, the reunion was better. So I'm going to talk about finale and the reunion on another Patreon tomorrow. And then by next Sunday, maybe you can have seen the reunion one and two, because those are always more fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like the first half of Salt Lake was really good. And then it kind of like fizzled out. So I'm going to tell you, you don't have to finish it if you don't want to. Like if you're pressed for time, you know, if you're bored, go for it. If not, you can probably just skip to the reunion, but just make sure you see uh, naked Whitney and Justin. Okay. Okay. Got it. (laughs) And I want to know if like that's something you and Chad do. Oh God. (laughs) I can't wait now. Okay. Okay, Wait, you know what it reminds me of? I'm just going to tell you. It reminds me of, did you do the mud bath? with me at two bunch palms i uh, yeah i think so like where, where it smells like manure and yes. you get all yeah 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 and you know how like you shower after and there's like clumps yes everywhere and like you scrub your like you give yourself like a silkwood shower and then like even go to the like the bathroom four hours later and like another chunk falls out yes. from someplace yes this is what i'm picturing so they're they're doing something like that where the goal is they're going to have sex but they're covering themselves and all this stuff and I'm like are you gonna like get this paint all over your bed or are you gonna stop and then shower which you're gonna be in the shower for a while because you gotta scrub that paint off and get it out of all the crevices and everything but then isn't that like his boner gonna be dead by then so then they <laughs> start all over again like I'm confused I oh mean my God. they have like a little square sheet of like a there's no way they're gonna get paint all over their room or they're gonna have to like shower and then lose the moment so i don't understand the point in this whole stupid scene but it reminded me of like the mud bath and like oh my god i I never want to do that as a couple because they have that set up at two bunches a thing for couples to do but it smells like manure and then you have like manure chunks all over and in your body like and you're supposed to, like that's supposed to be a romantic moment with your partner. <laughs> like I, no, I miss two bunch palms so much. Like I want to go. Like I, it's been so long since we've been there, and I still think of it fondly. Okay, well, I was um, my friend was going, and I was giving some advice. They were going to Palm Springs. And I'm like, or oh, you could do this, this, or blah blah blah. And then I started like, I'm like, I haven't been in a while. I'm like, you know what? I feel some inflammation. I really need to get into those hot, you know, mineral pools. Yeah. And so I was just going to go. You can't go anymore just with a day pass or you can't get a treatment. You have to be a guest to get any treatment or use the pools. Oh, my So you have to stay there. And now, and they renovate it. So now the cheapest I found it's like a random Wednesday and it's still like 450 bucks. Oh, and then if you go, because you know there's going to be like resort and tax. So then I like clicked on it just to get to that step. 
I think it ended up being like $571. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, fuck you. Because I was thinking maybe Chad and I could day pass it. That'd be so fun. But um, great. So now that sucks. I mean, unless they're going to like, maybe maybe because it's prime season right now, but I don't know. I expressed because I called them. I'm like, it's not letting me book a treatment. And they're like, well, you know, you have to book a room. I'm like, oh, you guys used to be able to just book a treatment. And, you know, I've done both. But, like, I, when I do the room, it was always, like, Thursday night or Sunday night because it was a lot cheaper. But now... Yeah, geez. They are not. <laughs> but, yeah. I good mean, to know. Good to know. It, it seems kind of... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they lost some of their staff or something during COVID so they can only accommodate treatments for guests. Yeah, probably. You guys, this is where I saw when I was there... And I was in the mineral pools, which are really small. And I see, you know, this group of girls. And I look at one of them. I'm like, God, she looks familiar. I know her. And I'm like, I I think she's from Minnesota, maybe. I know her from there. And then I'm, like, looking at her friends. And these people are, like, two feet away from me. And it's Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and Maya Rudolph and Rachel Dratch and Anna Gustire. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know them. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just followed them around the rest of the day. That's so cool. Anyways, it's it's known as a secret celeb hangout, hideout, you know, place. Anyways, it just reminded me of that scene and how it'd be impossible to have sex after the mud bath or after what Whitney and Justin were doing. Yeah. You guys weigh in. Let me know. Do you guys do this with your partner? And if so, do you wash it off first or do you just get it all over your okay. location? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Too much? Yeah. TMI. All right. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Okay, you guys. Well, thank you so much. And I'm so sorry. Sarah, I feel feel so bad that I recorded over that audio yesterday. I'm so sorry. This happens to everyone. Do you know how many podcasts I see people complaining? They're like, oh, my God, I lost the podcast I did. Like... I know, I know, I but I just, I can't believe you drove all the way down and we didn't even get it. That sucks. <laughs> well, we got the Patreon, yeah. Patreon, and I was coming down anyways because I'm loyal to my my lady. Yeah. And uh, I needed a desperate pedicure. And also, um, I had all that other shit I had to do and see, and it was so beautiful. I know, and it was such a nice day. It was good, it was good. Crazy to see my house still vacant and and I learned a, a good lesson I'm going to be very careful now with our audio <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it occurred to me too when we were sitting there um waving off all the fans trying to get into our scene um no it occurred to me but like why don't you just go ahead and upload it now and then we'll do the patreon episode but then I'm like nah, she knows what she's doing yeah, but I know. I should have. Clearly you don't. It, yeah, it was way too easy. It was way too fast. So I should have known better. <laughs> All right. Well, then post one on the Patreon. I'll let you know what the audio sounds like with, like, headphones on or something. Yeah, it's annoying. So what happened, you guys, just really quick, and I'll explain it. So um, when, uh, when we started re-recording again for Patreon, what happened was um, we have two microphones, Sarah and I both have one, and instead of having two lines on the microphone, it only used one line. So my audio is super clear, and you can hear Sarah because she's right next to me, but my it's like my voice is in the mic, and hers is picking it up secondary. So it's going to be it's gonna be annoying, but it's it, I think I can fix it a little bit, so hopefully it'll be okay. 
Okay, well, just don't judge. First time out of the gate. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll be aware and we'll be more we'll diligent on yes. checking things, doing test runs first. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay, bye.